Hello and uh, welcome to 10 Minute Country, episode 12. I'm James Dakin and this week I'll be your guide through uh, what I think are the top five country albums of all time. Um, I'm going to do a caveat here though and tell you that um, you know I first started listening to country music around 1993 so the five albums that I'm going to choose are f- from although one isn't from 1993 but mostly from 1993 onwards um, you know I I uh, I could be disingenuous and and go back to Live at Folsom Prison and all the other albums from the greats that are you know shaped country music but for me um, I feel the, the music that I've been listening to from sort of the early 90s onwards is, is the stuff that I'm going to focus on um, today. Um, you know, I, uh, I, that's, that's my touchstone, that's my wheelhouse. So I'm going to keep, um, keep it as brief as I can and, um, and talk to you about the albums that I think are the best. Now, country music is, is a funny genre because it's often about the song and the radio hit and not the album. So for me, a lot of country albums have three, four, five outstanding songs on, uh, and then some filler. So I, 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 was, I found it actually quite a hard thing to do to to pare this down um, and and find five albums because you know it is it is a genre dominated completely by one-off songs, by hit makers, by you know, um, record labels, and you can you can have a tremendously huge song off an album that goes top three, top two, <clears throat> number one hit, and then not have anything else off that album. So it is a strange genre when it comes to the production of an album, but what I've tried to f- focus on is albums that run brilliantly all the way together, that have got very little filler on, um, that are real true albums in the sense of, you know, you're there at the first song, you're there at the end, you've gone on a journey. I'm going to start with some um, honourable mentions for albums that I think nearly made the top five. So um, let's start with Trisha Yearwood's Songbook, released in 1997. It was the greatest hits of Trisha's work up to that date, up to that point. And it's got stuff like In Another's Eyes, She's In Love With The Boy, Walk Away Joe, On A Bus To St Cloud, which is a beautiful song. And the awesome How Do I Live, which, you know, her version, Trisha's version, is far superior to Liam Rimes' version any day of the week. So Songbook nearly made it on there. Um, Dirk, Dirk Bentley's Riser very nearly made it on there. The, you know, the title track, I Hold On, Drunk On A Plane, Bourbon In Kentucky. It's, it's an album that flows from beginning to end. Um, and so that was up for serious consideration. Tim McGraw's Everywhere <clears throat> is probably the best album he's done. Where the Green Grass Grows is a great song. It's Your Love with Faith Hill, obviously brilliant. Uh, Just to See You Smile Everywhere, One of These Days. It's a superb album, probably Tim's best album. Um, and again, for me, he is an artist that has you know, awesome, superb songs on every album, but does seem to have a little filler section on there um sugarland's love on the inside nearly made it in um it happens we run genevieve already gone steve earl the very last country song which is a beautiful song which finishes the album off unless you've got the deluxe version like me and then there's like six extra songs it's got life on a life in the northern town on which was their collaboration with little big town and jake owen which was a superb cover version of an english song um, so, Love on the Inside nearly made it in. Big and Rich's Horse of a Different Colour. You know, that is a superb album that runs from beginning to end. It's fun, it's bombastic. 
it's in your face, but you know, there's no filler on that album. Every single song is is a great song, as is um, the band Perry's Pioneer. Another great album from from a much missed band uh, for me, who uh, obviously are, are going in a different direction these days. Um, but here we are then at the top five. They were the honourable mentions. They were the ones that just missed out. But for me, the top five country albums since 1993 um, are as follows. I have got Little Big Town's Painkiller in at number five. That is, that is a, a career-defining album for Little Big Town. You know, it blew everything else that they'd done before that out of the water. Although Tornado is a good album. And I don't think they've quite captured it since. Um, you know, Day Drinking, Girl Crush, um, Faster Gun is a great song, Save Your Sin, Things You Don't Think About, Turn the Lights On, great concert opener, Quit Breaking Up With Me, so, uh, there's no there's no filler on that, right from the first to the last song, so I, I would say the fifth best country album of all time is Little Big Town's Painkiller. In at number four, I've got Zach Brown's You Get What You Give. Uh, Again, I don't think the Zac Brown band have have topped this. And, you know, Zac himself has gone off on other musical journeys since. But, God, from from Let It Go at number one to Make This Day at track 14 through to, you know, I Play The Road, Cold Hearted. Colder Weather was the song that got me into Zac Brown in the first place, which is an awesome song. As She's Walking Away, you know, the storytelling of Martin. It's a superb album from beginning to end. The, the the mix of fun songs, the mix of storytelling, um, the 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 musical the musical brilliance on this album just gets me every time. So that would be my fourth best country album of all time. Zach Brown's "You Get What You Give." In at number three, we've got the Dixie Chicks with "Fly," which I think was nineteen ninety nine, middle to late nineties, something like that. Uh, I, superb album. Track number one, "Ready to Run." What a great song, you know. Um, if you're going down, uh, if I'm going down, you're going down with me. Cowboy, take me away. That is a much loved song. Um, Cold Day in July. Obviously, Goodbye Earl, everybody's favourite uh, murder song. Um, you know, th- through all the way through the album, some days you've got to dance. Brilliant song. Sin Wagon, good bit of fun. So, again, Dixie Chicks' best album and the third best country album of all time for me would be Fly. Um, Absolutely fantastic album and um, well worth the position in the top five. Second best country album of all time, I'm going with Eric Church's The Outsiders from 2014. I I love when Eric Church walks that line between rock and country. He's mellowed a bit in recent times, but for me this was the best meeting of rock and country music that there's there's ever been you know the the in your face middle finger of the outsiders the the funk of cold one the commerciality of roller coaster ride and talladega and give me back my hometown uh but for me the the two best songs on the album are the sheer sort of balls to the wall rock and roll of that's damn rock and roll um and uh, devil devil which is a fascinating song and probably Seem to have gone underneath the radar. When we talk about songs written about Nashville, you know, Devil Devil has to be up there with, um, with, with the best. It's a complete album, The Outsiders, in the truest sense of the word for me. <clears throat> Runs all the way through. 
absolutely superbly, no filler, even dark side, which again is you know, quite a menacing, quite a menacing song, and a little hint as to where he was going to go with misunderstood for Mister Misunderstood for me. Um, an absolutely fantastic album, never bettered so far, uh, and so the second best country album of all time, Eric Church, The Outsiders, and that brings us to number one. And I'm going to completely cheat on number one, and I'm going to give you a tie. But the tie is two albums from the exact same person, so I don't think it's too much of a cheat. So in 1990, Garth Brooks released No Fences, and in 1993, he released In Pieces. And these are the two best country albums of all time for me. Look at what's on No Fences. Thunder Rolls, Two of a Kind, Friends in Low Places, Unanswered Prayers, Mr. Blue. I played the hell out of Mr. Blue. In the 90s. It's got four number one singles. Friends in Low Places even went to 36 on the UK charts. And it's the fourth highest selling album of the decade of the 90s in America. I actually prefer In Pieces from 1993. Which commercially didn't do as well as No Fences. But, you know, In Pieces has got Standing Outside the Fire. The Night I Called the Old Man Out. What a great song that is. Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up, Red Strokes, Calling Baton Rouge. And I think that was the album that got me into country music. So maybe I'm a little biased, but that for me is the number one album of all time. I think No Fences is up there with it. Interestingly, In Pieces only provided two number one singles, and the Red Strokes only reached 49 on the Billboard charts, but it got to number 13 on the UK charts. And that was like at the height of Garth's popularity over here. So that's really, I think, what what why it's sort of so strong in my mind. Um, It was the 85th best-selling album of the decade in America, so a long way off from No Fences. But my God, that is such a good album. So for me, I'm going with two albums at number one. Garth Brooks's No Fences from 1990 and Garth Brooks's In Pieces from 1993. They are the two best country albums of all time. Hotly followed by Eric Church and Zac Brown. And Little Big Town, and then all the ones I gave an honourable mention to at the beginning of the podcast. I'd love to know what you think. And remember, I've kept this strictly to 90s onwards um, because I didn't listen to, to what came before. You know, it doesn't mean I don't have an appreciation, doesn't mean that uh, I can't see uh, the evolution of country music, but it would be false of me. Um, you know, I've been listening to country music for 25 years. But I haven't been listening to country music for 40 years, so I've kept it to the, the, the era that I, you know, I know most about. be interested to know what you think, um, and if any of those match, what would be your own choices. Thank you for listening to 10 Minute Podcast today. I've been James Dakin, and we've been 11 minutes. <laughs>